Off the Ball Daily. A home for your favourite podcasts from Off the Ball. And I go, and Jimmy, John Tracy has gone by Carlos Lopez. And Jimmy McGee turned around and he whacked me in the chest. <laughs> oh! Subscribe to the Off the Ball Daily podcast feed right now. Rugby Daily on Off the Ball. With Deliveroo, get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep. Hello there and you're very welcome to Tuesday's Rugby Daily with me, Anne-Marie Donlan. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's on your doorstep. Coming up, Welsh defence for Eddie Jones and the Irish women's 15s prepare to head to Dubai. But first, the reaction to Ireland's win over holders South Africa at the Rugby World Cup continues. Mac Hansen scored the only Irish try as Andy Farrell's side beat the Springboks 13-8 in an epic in Paris on Saturday night. Former Irish captain Brian O'Driscoll was in the Off the Ball studio today. He says this game deserves all the praise that it's getting. Watching it from from the green room in the studios and I I don't think I sat down for the 80 minutes. Every time I tried to sit down there was a moment immediately that had you back up on your feet and I I probably, you know, if you had the player cam on I was twitching and moving with every jolt or every collision and, and I haven't felt like that for a game for some time. It's one of the great World Cup games. It really was, it really was. You know, when you think about it, and I think you've summed up quite nicely there, it felt like every tackle, every kick, every small mistake that was going to be made, every turnover was going to be so important because of the way both defences were playing. Yeah, I, I think with with test matches of that level of intensity, when they begin, usually in your head you're like, OK, I just have to survive the onslaught, be it whether you're in the, in the ascendancy or whether you're, you're taking it both, for both sides' perspective. When it's that fast and frenetic and physical, you kind of go, this can't actually be maintained for an 80-minute um, performance. You're kind of thinking 25, 30 minutes will be, and then there'll be tied bodies. But the, the issue is that they have this bomb squad and they've got seven new forwards to come on. But it, it was unrelenting for the whole 80 minutes. And that was the amazing thing. I think that's that was the big differentiator as a test match for me was that level of intensity and, and being on the edge for until the final whistle, from the first till the final. And it's very unusual to find matches of that level of intensity, that level of physical fitness and um, capacity to to go and go and go and go and go and not relent in any shape or form. Um, and for Tavenses to stay on top and for there to be nothing between the teams. So I think that's what made it such a, a brilliant occasion and you know, the atmosphere seemed electric. Um, yeah, it was definitely one of the great World Cup games because it was world number one going against um, the current champions and a lot was made of it. And sometimes those games disappoint. But this, if anything, um, it overproduced, overdelivered uh, on what the expectation was, um, which is saying something. Meanwhile, O'Driscoll also broke down what he felt Ireland did well in the game and how that could stand to them going forward in the tournament. We see an awful lot of them playing off that pod from nine where it hits the middle player and they have the option of tipping it on to the third runner or back inside the, the tip in to to a support player too or out the back to the to the 10 or the first ball receiver, uh, first ball receiving back, whereas actually they were hitting the third player in the pod and it, you know looking at it Faf de Klerk 
shot a couple of times on the second, um, you know, the second receiver thinking they were getting the ball and created space on one occasion for Ty Byrne. And if he actually returns it to Johnny Sexton, they're around the corner and he has Livock in trouble. So I love the idea, the innovation, the strategy that they're changing things up. They're unpredictable. And that's the great thing that we talked about over the course of the last year. Or sorry, Andy Farrell and Johnny Sexton talked about. I can't take responsibility for this, but talking about the constant need for evolution. And it definitely feels as though that is the case. Um, other teams kind of mix that up as well. We've, we've seen the All Blacks in the, in the past kind of mixing between second and third receiver in that pod, getting the ball depending on what opposition is coming at them. So it was, um, it was, it'll be interesting to see whether they go back to that, to, you know, the second with Scotland, but just trying to coax them, get those players firing out of defence, thinking that, you know, the, through analysis they've, they've read and thinking they know what's coming, but showing the same picture but doing something different is the way to catch teams out. And to listen to that interview in full, become an Off The Ball member now. Elsewhere at the World Cup and a different sort of fallout, Eddie Jones, Dan Bigger has come to his defence and says he was not impressed by how he was treated during Wales's win over Australia on Sunday. The Wallabies boss was booed every time he was shown on the big screen during the match in Lyon, which ended in a record 40 points to six win for Wales. It means Australia are on the brink of a first ever pool stage exit with fans and pundits calling for Jones to step down. Jones has said himself he knows he's unpopular and has not exactly endeared himself to rugby fans with his spiky responses in press conferences and controversial comments. Despite all this, Bigger has wrote in his latest Daily Mail column that he doesn't like how the 63-year-old was treated during the match. He says the criticism is over the top and unfair. He also has said that Jones is a human being. Sometimes he doesn't help himself, but that the stick he's getting is a bit unfair. He's a big character and I feel for him. He went on to write, we want people to have personalities, but as soon as things go wrong, then those personalities get jumped on. It feels like a bandwagon. I'm not saying Eddie's a saint, but some of the flack he's getting is unfair. And finally, looking to the Irish women's side who are preparing for the upcoming World Rugby 15s tournament in Dubai. The IRFU say Derville Nicovard is unavailable for selection to New Scotland coach Scott Beamond. The number eight was injured in a training game at the weekend. Six players have been drafted into the senior setup for the first time with Clara Barrett, Ruth Campbell, Megan Collins, Emer Corrie, Sarah Delaney and Katie Whelan all included. Ireland's first match is against Kazakhstan on the 13th of October. And that's all for today's Rugby Daily with thanks to Deliveroo. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feed to keep this podcast coming to you every day for free in your feeds. Rugby Daily on Off The Ball with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered throughout the Rugby World Cup. Deliveroo, it's all on your doorstep.